Advocate for those who need support and make a difference in your community. Earn a Bachelor of Social Work from Grand Canyon University. GCU is a premier private Christian university offering online social work programs with affordable tuition and personalized support. In addition, you can earn your Master of Social Work by completing the Bachelor of Social Work plus just one additional year instead of two. Find your purpose. Visit gcu.edu slash socialwork to learn more. Hey everyone, this is Nancy Reed and Lisa Smith here at the Louisiana Political Museum and Hall of Fame. And we're with Carolyn Phillips, who directs this museum and all the politics that go on with it. Right, Carolyn? That is true. (laughs) Carolyn, it's really interesting to not only air a show that we did uh, yesterday, a radio show, we're airing another one from the political museum because we've never done that, but I don't think we've ever set foot in a political museum before. That's because we're one of a kind. There is none other in this world that is dedicated to politics. To politics. And how big is politics in Louisiana? Politics is a huge event in Louisiana. It's um, it's a game that's played by a lot of people. And how we, we were chatting with you earlier about the actual citizens of Louisiana, the locals of Louisiana, they're part of that. So they're not just letting their politicians run off and do whatever they oh, want. Oh, no. No, our politicians, when they're home from Congress, uh, they're out in their district all all that weekend visiting with constituents and getting the feel of how everybody is on issues and uh, our local politicians are in and out of our area all the time Mm -hmm. and uh, that we all know our politicians and maybe that's different but uh, than in other states but it's an obligation, I think, most all of our politicians feel that they need to get out and get the feel of the people in their district or in their uh, area that they're representing so that uh, they kind of cater to the constituents. They're mm-hmm. easy to touch. They're easy to get in touch with by phone or cell phone, email. Uh, most all of us are on a first-name basis with them. Wow. So whose idea was the museum? The idea for the museum, uh, which was created by an act of the legislature, but it actually was a brainchild of a former mayor, Max Kelly, uh, who envisioned this and went to our state senators and representatives and uh, pegged the idea and then because we are the home to three governors, which is the only place in the state of Louisiana that three governors actually grew up, born and raised here, grew up here, uh, governed this state, that it was logical. And so uh, one of our senators put in a bill to create the Louisiana Political Museum and Hall of Fame uh, because of the logistics of the governorships that we, the people that come from here, and the number of political offices that have been held by people here in Wynn Parish. So you've got the Long family in here. And the Long family in here. We have uh, many of the Long family in the Hall of Fame, including Governor Huey P. Long, uh, Governor Earl K. Long, uh, other representatives of the Long family who have served in the House of Representatives. We have one right now who's serving in the Senate, uh, 
of our state senate. So uh, through the years, we've had uh, Earl and Huey and Gillis was a, a congressman. Uh, Speedy was a congressman. These are all of the long family. They're all cousins. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at all of these that have been very prominent in Louisiana politics, whether they've been in Congress or they've been in our state legislature, uh, the list goes on and on. Well, it's interesting because you keep it current all the way to 2014. I see you've got people in the Hall right. of Fame with their photos, uh, newspaper articles, and caricatures. Right. And our archives is, we are out of space. We have so much in archives that has to be climate controlled. Uh, and we are just, we're out of room, period. Wow. Uh, we have... We're at the end of the spectrum when I look around and see, uh -oh. uh, you know, where are we going to put them? We have six new ones that have already been selected for 2015 that will be inducted into the Hall of Fame on February the 7th of 2015. So that's six additional. Uh, we will honor a family, uh, Louisiana political family of the year which is uh, office holders and it's it's geared on the length of service to the state of Louisiana the first family served in the same capacity the Marbury family for 110 years wow so uh, we honor those families uh, at this period of time and they will all of these inductees into the Hall of Fame will be in a place of honor. You mm -hmm. see them here in the museum. They're in individual cases. Lots of memorabilia. Uh, after one year on the floor in a place of honor, they will move to the smaller Hall of Fame cabinets to make room for the new coming okay. in. And so, uh, for instance, uh, Huey P. Long's wife, Rose, uh, was an inductee this year in 2014. Rose McConnell was a politician in her own right. She was appointed to Congress by our governor when Huey P. Long was assassinated. So we're looking at Rose's case right over there and uh, the memorabilia that we have from the family to honor Rose. Mm -hmm. uh, long time in coming since Huey, but Huey was in the first class that came into the Hall mm -hmm. of Fame in 1993. In fact, we opened the museum on Huey's 100th birthday wow. in August of 1993. So what's the earliest, or how far back do your archives go? To 93. Ah, 93. So, you know, when you talk about the assassination, how did Louisiana react from that? Well... You know, with with Huey, there was never any gray. You either loved him or you hated him. That There was never any gray in between. Uh, the poor rural people of this state loved Huey Long. And let's face it, Huey Long did a phenomenal service to this state in nine years. Uh, we had no paved roads, we had no bridges, we had nothing uh, when Huey took office. And by the time he ended, 
We had roads, we had bridges. In fact, one of the first bridges that was ever built when Huey was governor was the Doug Demoney Bridge right here in Wynn Parish. And when it was replaced several years ago, three years ago, uh, the end marker for the Doug Demoney Bridge is now on our grounds. Mm. Uh, so that's another milestone of Huey P. Long's service to this state. He built a state capital, which, if you when you go to Baton Rouge, it's the tallest capital in the fifty states. Wow! It was built in fourteen months from a mud hole, and you will look at it as I do every time I'm in Baton Rouge, and I'm at the Capitol often. Uh, I look at the magnificent structure, and I look at the unbelievable doors that you can open with a finger that are massive copper brass doors and you can open them with a finger and the statuary that's on the outside and you think you know how do we do this in 14 months you think about remodeling today people get divorced over that <laughs> yeah what was Earl like what was Earl long like Earl was the better politician <laughs> what does that mean? D d d playing the game or actually doing the work? Well, both. Uh, Earl was loved by everybody. Earl really uh, was the better ball politician of the two. Uh, Earl, we have lots of stories about Earl. That uh, Earl always talked about the pea patch, which was right here, about a mile down the high, a mile down the railroad track, and. Uh, Earl would go to Watts Gin, which was an establishment right across the railroad tracks here. We can look at the back of it. And he would buy tons of corn and purple-hulled peas and black-eyed peas and everything else. And they would bag it in little tiny bags and fold it over and put some scotch tape on it. And they would fill it in boxes and they'd put it in the back of his car, the governor's car, and he would go out politicking in the rural areas, and he'd get out, and he would say, you know, Susie, I was talking about those wonderful black-eyed peas that I had at the pea patch. Well, I brought you a start. Here they are. And he would give them a little bag of peas that they could plant in the garden, and they could always say, you know, Earl brought us those, and he He's been known to buy chickens and have them in the car and get out and give a hen to, to a wow. myrtle. Wow, chicken No, that was Huey, chicken <laughs> yeah. in every pot. But he'd say, you know, you make the best chicken and dumplings. I bought you a chicken so that you can make some good old chicken and dumplings. <laughs> he would buy hats by the cases, and he'd sit inside the back seat and write his name in it on the hat band inside, crumple it up, roll it, squeeze it, do everything, put it on his head when he got out of the car, and he'd say, Sam, I brought you one of my hats. And, you know, everybody loved him. Every time you had a stump speech, he gave away watermelons, he gave away slabs of bacon, he gave away everything. Well, and, of course, dirt streets at that time, and he would always have rolls of nickels, and he would throw them out on the street for the kids to pick up. You know, 
Earl was a governor for the people, and the mm -hmm. people loved him. You know, definitely different from today. Oh yes, very. <laughs> That's different for sure. So, so there's the movie Blaze, right? Yeah, so how did, how did people enjoy that here? In well, we all loved it. It was made here in Winfield, so we all loved it. We have many upright citizens, the president of the bank, all these people that were as extras in the movie. We, you know, oh, we all cool. just loved it. Uh, so, you Is know, it all true in the movie? No, it's not all true. A lot of it's, <laughs> it's fiction. Hollywood. A lot of it's Hollywood. Uh, but Blaze really does exist. Blaze was not a figment of the imagination. I talk to Blaze periodically. She lives in Wilsondale, West Virginia. She's had five open heart bypasses and you know, she used to come every five years and put flowers over on his grave, but uh, she we doesn't should, do that anymore. We should say who she is for those who are not. She's a stripper. <laughs> and she was related to the Longs in what way? Well, she was Earl's girlfriend. There you go. <laughs> and so uh, she stripped when he was governor in one of the leading burlesque places in New Orleans. And uh, I was in Baltimore 10 years ago, and at that time, Blaze uh, had sold the famous uh, burlesque house that she had in Baltimore. People still talked about the wonderful shows that Blaze put on. And if you look in our cabinets, uh, Blaze sent me some earrings and she autographed the top lid and everything else and they're down there. And, and wow. so Rock on uh, Blaze. A stripper yeah. in history. Hey, you, guys, yeah. well, you can't have a political museum without some stripper history. Oh, that hey, just doesn't I'm, tell the truth. Yeah, exactly. Now the caricatures that is one of the coolest things I think in in the museum too. That who tell us about the Pap Dean. Pap Dean was in the first class in 1993, and he was a political cartoonist. He out, went to LSU at the same time Huey was at LSU, uh, but he's a political cartoonist. We have lots of political cartoons uh, situated around the museum. Uh, we used his political carpet cartoons in our. Uh, cookbook, Huey's Pot Liquor. Uh, Huey and, uh, but Pap, Pap did all of our sketches uh, mm. from 1993 through 2000. Mm. Uh, but the older he got, uh, he started getting macular degeneration, which made it hard for him to see. And we gave him longer periods of time to do the sketches. And finally, uh, he wrote me a letter which uh, was in very big writing. It took up the whole page that he absolutely could no longer do it, and we, he was heartbroken. And uh, so then I started searching for a new uh, artist, which I have found in a young man that actually owns a shoe repair shop in Natchitoches. Wow! Uh, who is quite an artist, and uh, I wanted him still done in the same way in which Pap has mm -hmm. done all the sketches all these years since 1993 and uh, so he has uh, has continued that. We still use Strictly Pen and Ink and uh, he cool. does a great job right on, on our new sketches and you can see a difference but they're not that drastic because uh, as Pap 
eyesight got worse. The cartoon, the caricatures mm-hmm. got darker, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we love them. They, I, I, it, you can't have politics without caricatures because that's no. just part of it. Now, one thing I do want to mention is we're actually in an historic train depot. I mean, the room that we're in, this was part of the depot. This is the old baggage room. The baggage room. Right. This is where all the freight and baggage and things that were going on the train that, not your carry-on bag, that's for sure, but any, uh, we had lots of things there, and at one time, uh, we were quite a tomato-growing uh, parish, and they exported tomatoes in crates, and so all of that was brought here to the depot, and it was shipped mm-hmm. on the train, and uh, you look around, and this is original flooring, original superstructure in fact when you look at the superstructure and which is one of the things I bring out to the young people uh, this is something they'll never see Uh, these beams that go from outside to outside are 50 foot long one piece of wood Wow. Uh, there's no splicing to it no nothing you got big trees out here uh, uh, this is from longleaf pine uh, and so you could cut a board like this, uh, 50 foot long, because of the tree. Now we grow uh, short leaf, which is a renewable crop. Every 20 years, they mm-hmm. cut it and get money out of it, replant immediately, and mm. it's a turnover crop every 20 years. But long leaf takes a long time to grow, and you get long boards like this, which we'll never see again. To see a board 50 foot long with no splices in it, Sure, we can do that today with laminates, but we cannot do it with natural wood. Right. So, uh, the Special. floorboards here on the floor uh, are about four inches thick, and you look at around, you'll see hack marks on the floor, which uh, everything was pot-bellied stove back 100 plus years ago, and they would stack the wood here in the mm-hmm. freight portion of the the baggage freight area and when they needed wood they would bring a hatchet back here and just chop it up on the floor so <laughs> you see these hack marks all over the place where they chopped up the wood right on this is a cool place everyone's going to come here now the, the website so. com. right so that's the website everyone they're also on find them on facebook and just come on down and learn some more about political history in louisiana but do not walk in here and tell Carolyn that you're going to eat a pecan pie because no, apparently it's there's pecan. no pecan here. <laughs> and it's not a bayou, it's a baya. A baya. And that's what we're going to do on Wednesday. We're going to right. go on a baya. You're going on National Scenic River, which is Celine Baya. All right. I'll write you that. forward to that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks.